0: Here we go, season two of Living Well While Living Online, which is a production of the Quinnipiac University podcast studio. I am your host, Tammy Riley, and I'm really excited to bring you episode 17 or episode one of season two. And this is with my friend Craig Walker, whom I've known for so long. We went to high school together and we were good friends. And (laughs) when I noticed, looking back uh, after recording this with him is he had me giggling like I did back in high school when we had study hall together. It was really fun to have this conversation. And I'm really looking forward to sharing uh, his his philosophy and he and his wife, Liz, their philosophy on how they've been raising their children and their their complete presence during all of this. And I so admire the community and the neighborhood that they've made their home and and what what's included in that. So, please stay tuned as we embark on this exciting conversation with Craig Walker, who is an actor as well as a small business owner in Soho, New York. Hello, friends. I am really excited to kick off season two with my very good friend, Craig Walker, whom I have with me today. I'm really looking forward to sharing him with you. Some of you may know him because Craig actually dabbles in the acting world, and we will discuss that, but Craig and I worked probably since the first day I knew I was going to do a podcast to try to make this happen. So it took a really long time. And so I really wanted to start season two off with him. So Craig, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. This, <laughs> <laughs> this is fun.
0: <laughs> it's crazy. So Craig and I have known each other for a very long time. He's been a friend of mine since high school. We had great study halls together. I I that's doing what I math remember.
1: Thirty like some, it's like almost forty years. It's, it's really like, long, it's pushing forty years, and that's crazy. Because I don't even can't even imagine what I couldn't imagine eighteen when we met. But it seems like doesn't seem any different. I mean, do you know what I mean? It seems different, but it's like yes.
0: Other than your gray hair and the reading no, right. glasses you have on now, I could be I could be looking at you as if we're in high school. Yeah, if
1: I, yeah, do this. Let's see, we go to a black and white filter on this thing and we'll, we'll be, yeah.
0: Yeah, it is crazy. And yeah. and um, so, yeah, so I'm going to have Craig tell his story. So he dabbles in the acting world and he's a small business owner in New York City. They have a beautiful little shop called Local. It was coffee, yeah. now it's craft wine. And And what's one of the, there's so many reasons why I really wanted to have this conversation with you, Craig. One is like when it all hit, you were at the epicenter of everything. A business owner, like working probably, I'm going to say in the trenches, right? You didn't do a lot of your life online at that point. You're living in New York City. Everything goes crazy. The whole, everything you do is like in disarray. You ended up at one point with COVID and having to take care of yourself. Um, now we're, we're sort of at the place where we're up and running and things are coming together, but slowly, slowly trying to, as you know, as I know, we're all trying to survive with our businesses and do it the right way. And, and then, so then the side note to that was I've always admired you so much because you were the kid in high school that was super comfortable being in two completely different groups, which is very unusual. Interesting, right?
1: That's we so talked about. To say that I can't believe mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, okay, we, yeah, yeah. It's one of those. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: We just talked about like your your kids are at the age in high school where they're seeing where you fit, but you were a jock, right? You were the goalie on the soccer oh, team, like good. you that's were a jock.
1: Sure, I guess and- so. <laughs> <laughs> Do <don't> I think that.
0: <laughs> but at the same yeah, time, yeah, I guess I was. Yeah, I played sports I did, I did, huh? You were yeah. a, also a theater person, like oh, you were in all the plays, and that was. Yeah, yeah so unusual. I think, f- at least at our high school and at that time. So you've got so many things that I've always admired, and um, and yeah, and then had to go through this this whole this whole ordeal, right? This whole yeah. world. So so tell us a little bit about your life. Um, I'm going to say, you know, a, almost a year ago. Like, right. what were things like for you? What were you doing? What was going on?
1: Oh, right, so we'll start like yeah, like a year ago. So yeah. a year ago. So basically, a year ago, like right now, it's like January, things were, so I, we had this, Liz and I, you know, everything revolves around Liz, Liz is, I I met her, I've known her forever, and she's, uh, I mean, we've been together forever, and we do everything together, and we do business, so we were like, had this business, we have this business going here, it's craft beer, craft beer and wine, I don't craft so much wine, but but, uh, we have wine, but not not as... uh, anyway so we have our beer place it's going going really good and the thing about New York is we have a business that's literally a block from where we live and we've lived mm-hmm. there since like 1991 uh, 91 or 92 oh. we moved into this building and you know we've kind of grown in the building gotten more spaces and whatever that's another story but um, yeah so it's going well everything's working so we have um, our business was was killing and then they closed start closing down now all about here is it's all it's like so anti-covid really small right. spaces you're packing on a lot of people's small spaces you have to pack them in to pay the rent it, otherwise the formula just doesn't work and this right. place was just do it's a small place one person working it's working it's, it's a really cool little spot it's called local and uh and and totally killing and then it's closed but um. yet you know now yeah in new york you it's Long story short, you, you, I mean, you know, because you're your husband and you're in the business, you understand, but the leases you they get you by, they get you right. Mm. So, they and so basically, you're kind of you have to sign over, you have to give personal guarantees, and so you're you know, you're you're you're, it's so you don't screw them over ultimately, basically, so you don't run up a a um a a bill on a a landlord and you have these things. So, but when that's because you're doing bad business, and you know that your business is going down. So you give them notice, and you get out of it. Um, long story short, this guy wasn't going to let me out of anything, and mm-hmm. so it got. And you're paying a prime real estate. So you're you're dealing with this, and they're changing all the laws at the same time. So right. you kinda, I'm running back and forth, going, and you can feel it. You can go. You know, you can build up stuff down real quick. So on that, taking care of things, were closed you're wondering how to spend what cash you got left to keep this thing going that basically fuels like my whole life in, at right. that time. So I have the business. So we have the long story short, We have the business. So I do some acting and sometimes the acting helps the business. And most of the time the business helps the acting. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? <laughs>
0: yes. Because it you comes and goes. Acting. You can't
1: depend, acting's like going fishing. You know what I mean? You're out there. You, you got to be out in the boat and you got to be, you got to do it. So, this is the always the backup play of business is it, you know so you got to be able to do both it's either you're like independently wealthy and 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 just auditioning all the time or you have to find a way to pay a bill that if you do get a job for a couple weeks right that you don't get fired so right. you gotta own the business because otherwise right. you know, i was just like I, i'd have a great bartending gig and then i'd be like hey i'm out of here for three weeks when are you leaving tomorrow um And you never get back into that place. So that's why we have our own business. So all of a sudden all the wheels have fallen off and then I get COVID and you can't even go back and forth. I was at least able to come back and forth over here trying to figure out I was going to get set up to kind of open and sell beers out the front because no one could Mm -hmm. go anywhere. And it's, and then you're, it's on the news. There's nothing on the street. It really was kind of like a zombie film, man. It went, yeah. So I get COVID and it was kind of bad and, my wife ended up getting one of my daughters. Luckily, uh, I have a little, my mother-in-law, we had set up being in the building for a long time. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we have a little apartment next door, a little studio apartment. It's my mother-in-law's apartment. She lives up in Boston, but then bought this apartment when my first daughter was born. And so I was able to come down and, and uh, right about that time, my father-in-law passed away. And so she, you know, was going to be a bigger part of our life and was, you know, these apartments, we have a Good size apartment, but still, your mother in law sleeping on the couch. She gets to be not <laughs> a good size apartment, so she bought this little place next door. So I was able to quarantine next door, really next uh, store. Uh, How
0: lucky are you that you had a spot I had that. As soon
1: as I felt we were doing like home learning, and I was listening. Remember the, you know, and and um, yeah, home learning, and I started getting a headache, and I was helping my daughter with uh, like eighth grade math, and which I wasn't. Which ever good. Twelfth grade math for me, which. You probably helped me with, so I probably didn't even do 12th grade math anyways. Um, <laughs> anyway, so... Uh,
0: that might yeah, be true.
1: <laughs> I felt that headache come on, man, and I just went and uh, I, I went down, and I had all those symptoms. And But um, I guess the guy upstairs must have been ill, because um, Liz, the next morning, knocked on the door and said, there's a nurse in the hallway. Try to get her. She's talking to the guy upstairs, and I was like... I was like, all right. So I stood by the door when she came down. Liz popped out of her door down the hall in the hallway, and I popped out mine. And she said, "Oh, I think he's sick. What do we do?" And he was. They were just like uh, she. She was very nice. She asked for the symptoms, and at that time, you know, I had a bunch of not the breathing things that comes on a little later, but like headache, fever, stomach sick. I was uh, I couldn't sweat, and I had crazy dreams, Tammy. Uh, oh, my God. I had dreams like mm-hmm. you and I talking, like people that I know that have passed were right there. Uh, and people I knew common day at our age in a place that I knew them from. Like I, a buddy of mine I was talking to in a bar but that I used to work in in Syracuse, that, and it was just like night and day. My father-in-law, uh, I him, he called on the phone. It was just craziness. So I knew I had been, I knew I was pretty sick. And she was just like, Oh, your next move is if you can't breathe, you know, you call 911. Don't go to a doctor. Don't get tested. Don't do any of that. And so uh, I did. So I hunkered down and I watched. uh, I couldn't even watch TV because the headache was so bad. The light was killing me. You know what I mean? So it was like that. So I listened to like, uh, I had Disney Plus. So I did the the Star Wars. (laughs) That's cartoon awesome. thing just in the back it's the stupidest, you know, it's it's good. I mean, I, I like Star Wars, so I was enjoying it, but I watched like I don't know. I, I looked back at I think it was like 60, 70 hours of something wow. like that.
0: Wow. And at the same time, yeah. you're worried at about I'm
1: worried about the business, I got business. Yeah, well, I knew what fee- and I'm like, how long is this thing going to go on? And I realized that because my space is so small right away in my head, Liz and I both knew we we're like, you can't. You can't social distance in this place. No. I mean, I'm like right now, I'm in the back of it. And it's like, I think it's in this back room, it's only seven feet wide. Oh. So, so you're the
0: party that could go in and enjoy at one time. One
1: person can go in oh, yeah. one at a time. And if you have to use the bathroom, everybody else has got to leave. and wait <laughs> for you to go back and use the bathroom. Then you come in. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, oh, this is done. Until there's a uh, vaccine, this place is done. Right. So, yeah. Um, you know, I can't, I go, we came to a resolution, but it took like seven months. So, wow. in that seven months, I didn't know what the hell I was going to do. So, I was lucky I was able to go pick up a job painting uh, and a couple of oh. apartments my brother in law was doing up in uh, Boston. So, he was cool okay. and he gave uh, me the painting gig. So, I just kind of went up there and, and painted all summer while running the place in New York, running back and forth. And, wow. you know, Liz taking care of, we got the kids and she was taking care of her mom up there and living with her mom and taking care of, uh, you know, other stuff, business stuff she had to do with her. And, uh, yeah. So kind of that was how I got through that. Wow. Uh, it was a, it was a little nuts. It was so nuts was- because of, uh, because when I got out of COVID, then we started opening up over here. So then you just got to like sell stuff. Cause I have right. all these things on tap. They were just like, it was like Sunday closed, boom, done. And, um, and now people are out. Now we're looking at like end of April, and people are starting coming out. I'm better for like a month or t- I was better for about two or three weeks. So we reopen, and then they give us rules like, okay, you can sell, but beers to go, but you can't drink in front of the place. So I have to kick everybody out. Say, hey, here's your drink. You got to keep moving. Can't stay still. Got to keep going.
0: Oh, go walk around the block and go walk around the block. You i would you, go church then. steps.
1: Well, the church from uh, Goodfellas is up in uh, not Goodfellas from uh, uh, from The Godfather is up the street on the on oh here. My so we go drink on the church steps, and we send them up the street. And then they said you can sell them drinks, but they have to stay in front. Now they have to stay six feet apart. <laughs> then you can't sell, and then everyone has to get food. Now they all have to be sitting down, and you can't be up. Which is, I mean, this is all fine, but it was just like the rules were changing constantly all summer. Right. Wow. That's
0: definitely what happened here. Like in speaking with my husband in the restaurant business, that was the hardest thing. He said it was like every week, it was like starting over because you have a new rule. You're trying to figure out how that works into your space, how you're going to disseminate the information. I mean, you're fortunate you don't have a huge staff, but-
1: Well, that's 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 why I was going to ask you, like, how do they handle that at this point? I mean- there's it's hardly, insane. there's no help from anybody for for it. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. So you're just figuring it out. They kind of say, here's the new rule. Just like you're saying, you have to have food. And then, you know, the restaurant's trying to figure out, okay, well, people are coming in and if they finish and they want to sit because they're finishing their drink, like, yeah. you know, technically they're like not supposed to be doing that, right? They've got to yeah. have food in front of them. So you're like, okay, so we can't clear the table and we can't, yeah. you know, so you're just trying to figure out how to...
1: It, and it's t- weird. It's hard the- for people to with your staff. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. But yeah, so it's... the COVID thing, wow. the COVID thing made it just like at that point, just like a little, a little difficult to try to figure out. It was like waking up from being sick and then like the whole world has changed. And I mean, everyone has oh. that. And then you realize that everyone's world has changed. But now you're like, okay, here we go. Here right. we go. Time to make some. You know, some choices and not choices, but just fight your way through it. And that's kind of it, you know.
0: That's, that's the thing. Like, right. This was almost a year ago and, and now it's not going away yet so our lives have changed and adapted right so your yes. business has adapted you have yeah. i mean you couldn't Absolutely. even get acting gigs you were painting well, was, for the other thing that.
1: there was there was no like there's no auditions you can't right. like there's acting is like, it's like you know you get a job and you go and then there there's someone that does just your hair and then someone just does just your makeup and then someone that does you know there's your clothes and you're touched by like 10 people before you even get in front of anything and they right. can't do it. Now, now all those people can't work because they all, you know, it's just crazy. So that whole industry, right. it's come back. I've been auditioning a lot lately. So that's kind yes! of, yes. Cool. but um, you know, I know I got a book one. So, but it, anyways, there's a lot of guys auditioning a lot. That's what, <laughs> there's nothing out there. And now there's stuff. like <laughs> But you know, that's just oh. the way, it, uh, the way it is. But yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been quite a, it's been quite a trip the last year. The last year feels like seven years, doesn't it? Seven to ten.
0: Yeah. It is. It's like dog years now. That's what yeah, we live. Exactly.
1: In. <laughs> I just can't believe it. It's it's just been nuts. But, and
0: so so before all this, right? So everything's yeah. going well. Your business is good. You're raising these two beautiful young women. You're yeah. with your queen who who I've known you've it been in love with forever right. since yeah. the start of college. Yeah. Uh, and she's so incredible. So, but what what do you do, right? Obviously, acting sounds like one of your passions. Not that mm-hmm. we don't eat from it, but it sounds a little bit more like something you do to feed your soul.
1: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So- Where I like, I guess, I think what I liked about acting and and why I like it so much, and that I kind of structure my life around so I can do it or at least get a shot at it, is. I, I like thinking about being in somebody else's shoes for a step. You know, it's it's the empathy to it that's kind of neat. You know what I mean? It's it's why I like politics and 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 why I, you know, like you know, being in New York. I'm, yeah. You know, I, I was like yeah. first down to the Occupy movement. I was always in that <laughs> and the Black Lives Matter marches. We got out early and the things. My my kids have, have <laughs> my youngest daughter saying that, Dad, we haven't. And so she was like five. We haven't been to a protest in such a long <laughs> time. Yeah. You can always
0: find um, a good this one. Is one about?
1: And I'll just be like, this is about this and this and that. So uh, acting lets you kind of do that. And, you know, I have a lot of interests. You always have a lot of interest And, in, in, you know, um, you know, it all kind of – and what's cool about acting is, you know, you can put your – every once in a while you get to be someone – you know, you can be someone you're not or in a place you're not or got to a place that you're, you're not. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of like um, – it's fun to think like that sometimes, and you do a lot of times. Um, just kind of, and, and life gets you better at it. It's a good, for me, it's a good art form. It's an, it's an art form. And, and I, as life goes on, you pick up things. You know, you're in these acting classes when you're a kid, and they're like, well, you can't play that guy because you haven't had those life experiences. And when you're a kid and you're an actor, you're like, screw you, I can do whatever I want. I'm 15 years old. I, can, I know what it's like to, you know, to do this or lose this, and then you don't. But as right. you get older, you just get better at it. Right. So it's kind of cool. So it's like if I keep my mind open, it keeps you get better at it. Oh man! Because you that... Like when have I? Like I've played a dad of a seventeen year old before a few years back, and I've done a couple other things with. But whenever now, I'll really know what a dad for yeah. 16, 17. You know what I mean?
0: You'll kill that one. That, sure. Yeah,
1: exactly. There's things you do, and then you know. So it's kind of that. That does kind of feed my soul. It's interesting people, all my friends, you know, the guys you get to meet, it's kind of an, always an, a, a weird crowd. Everyone's getting along in different, you know, in different ways and different different things. And, you know, it's, it's fun. It is. It's a fun thing.
0: And you it's know. like um... – what I equate when my love of travel, right? So it, it brings me to another culture and another person and another experience and another community. And I love how you just described it specifically about the empathy part of it, which is really beautiful, but being able to drop in and, and learn and be somewhere else. It's an acting term right
1: there, dropping in. There's certain, there's a certain acting discipline. I think it's the Alexander method. It's all about dropping in it's about colors well, it's about feeling those colors yeah that that is so i i did notice that with a lot of your interviews i i heard from before it's like um the, your friends that you've been interviewing for this and talking with they all have that in common in that sort of way as they um i don't know they they see life as a ride you know what i mean yeah. i don't know what i'm kind of going at but um
0: no i know what you mean in colors
1: sure. i saw like different colors from different people I, but you know I, what I mean is like a,
0: Yeah. So I love that and I'm glad that we're bringing that out because you know in my quest for having conversation with a lot of people who are different and clearly a lot of my friends are in the fitness yeah. industry which is another reason why it's so great to have another perspective here. But they take a they
1: take a craft to it. Yes. It's a craft. Yeah. So it's it's the fitness and it's the industry. That's fine. That's where the the money runs to, but there's the craft to it. Like and a lot of them are teachers. Yeah, I mean that's why it was interesting the way you weaved in, you know, uh, Marin Jude and the and yeah. the, the first one, mm-hmm. the, they're so you know and so just bright people, just really smart kids, and uh, and but that's you can tell they have the craft of what they do, they have a craft yeah. to it,
0: and the passion, and, like you're saying, like it, it, it's what feeds them, right? So well, it's like, yeah,
1: it's like yeah, so we're all that's all it. Being-
0: so even yeah, if it's not yeah. supporting us full time, right? So I have my right. full time job at Quinnipiac, which is in fitness, but yeah. a little bit different still than what I do on my weekend gig, right? right. And my other stuff, because that feeds me in a different way. Right. Um, our teachers who I just, again, you can't, we can't say this enough how much we admire them, but yeah. they went into it to teach, but like, they're so passionate about it and you can't stay in that business if you're not. Oh, like, no,
1: you got to be into it. You got to uh, be into anything to keep staying in it. You know what, what I mean?
0: I know. Everything well, else
1: is a job.
0: And the small business. <laughs> you do. Keeping you know? local afloat. Like well, I, enjoy I enjoy local.
1: Local's cool because it's like, this place is a place to, um, it's a neighborhood hub. So I get mm-hmm. to do what I do. Like when me and you hanging out right now, this would, if we were going to do this in person, I'd say, let's go just hang out at local. And we, we would just do that. And you could sit here in local. I mean, if you ever really wanted to have more characters for a podcast, you could sit here for an afternoon. You'd be like, I'll take him, 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 him. him. Back, <laughs> she's crazy.
0: You It'd could capture.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when this is all over, you come down here and you just, you could just, you you can, uh, because oh, I'll take like, that one, does this, this one does that, you know. The
0: other reason that would be great is what you don't see, but I see because Craig and yeah. I are zooming on the side, is that he is in this little nook of his beautiful place and he's also <laughs> drinking a beer as <laughs> yeah. we have this conversation. Beer, so, I- <laughs> it's funny
1: about the craft beer, right? This is the funny thing because we've known each other since high school. I like beer. And I um, uh, I didn't know anything about craft beer all the way through, and then when I, about five years ago, four or five years, ago, when we flipped into a craft bar, my friend was like, Craig, just gotta try this craft beer. I was like, ah, oh, first time I started drinking craft beer, it tastes like stuff I left in my trunk in high school, but I had to drink it anyways. And it was got, so I just made it cold and I drank it. That's what it tasted like <laughs> to me. And now I sell it like crazy and I can't drink anything else with this this stuff, it's like.
0: That is so awesome. Know. Yes.
1: Um. <laughs> it's like two o'clock in the afternoon, though. That does count, right? Of course it so part does. Part of my rituals out here. Is so, anyways, I live a block from here, Tammy. So, I live right. a block from here, and it's a cool old school neighborhood. I moved, Liz and I moved here in 1991 or 92 into the building. And, um, you know, I go to the butcher for this. There's another guy you were talking to, one of those kids that lived in Ireland. He was in Cork, that kid yeah. from Long Island. He was a nice kid. Um, but he, he remember he was saying when he was in Cork, he was like, I like, I really like Cork cause I walked around and I was like, "Yes, yeah, man. So that's yeah. what I kind of fell to about Liz and I both have this and basically anything good happening. Liz is the one that goes, yeah, that's, that's a good thing we do. And <laughs> so this was one of those neighborhoods. She found this neighborhood and it was just like had a basketball court next to it. And then right when my first daughter was born, they ripped out the basketball court and put in one of those little playgrounds. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. So this is the place I'm supposed to be. They keep oh, changing that's... everything. But I go to the butcher. I walk to the butcher. I go to the deli. And they just opened a Trader Joe's, like, two blocks. It's, you know, progress towards mm. uh, uh, down the street. So that's kind of cool. So we just kind of walk. We walk everywhere. And until I had kids, I never had a need for a car. So we've, you know, we've been here. There's a corner bar called Miladies that was there forever. And I I've had the coffee there. shop. You've been to Miladies, right? I remember. I,
0: I, I, yeah. I didn't so you said, meet here's here. what
1: happened. No, you no. you
0: ditched us. We went there for no, you and you ditched you,
1: us. Not, you guys, here's what happened was my daughter was really little. I remember the night because I would have come down because I'm not good with the technology thing. I remember the night because I was like, what? And I don't know how I saw the next day. Anyways, so what happened was I was home. You guys had either texted or left a message. We're in New York. Can you come out? And I was just like, oh. And that weekend, it was like I had I had the two girls. Yeah, I had the two girls, right? And so they were little. So this is theirs, you know it's probably close to ten years ago, maybe a little more. No, but I think it was around ten. There was they were about six and four. They were both in school, and I um, I was home for the first time. For, it was really cold. It was like in February. I was home for the first time with yeah. um, with the girls alone. Liz went to California to, be, to visit a friend of hers, so I was home alone. But my sister lives downstairs. Did I tell you that? I got my yeah. sister well, apartment. I did know car. that. Yeah. So my sister was downstairs so I could have woke her up and made her come. If I knew you were at Milady's, no one told me Milady's. So the next day you guys posted a picture and in the background was the was the uh was the sign of Milady's and I'm like, Oh my god, I can throw a stone from my apartment to hit Milady's.
0: Well You're a little bit better with technology right now, and so I feel like the next time it happens, you will be present, (laughs) fully present. There's no excuses. Because I was
1: so excited, though, I was like, "Oh, so anyways, They lived in Maladies. That's one of my. It's one of my haunts. Was one of my haunts. It's been gone for like seven years now. Yeah, for seven years. So your (laughs) neighbor.
0: Well, and that's what I love. Like you're so part of that neighborhood, right? You so feed that. Whole environment that New York is so good at creating of people being able to walk and support local. It's and- a village. I
1: live in a tiny right. village right there. I know we everybody. Just- you walk down my, uh, like, you know, oh my God, I can't even tell. Well, my daughter, yeah. Well, anyways, one way or the other, I have friends that can, that see my daughters walk around. They tell me, I saw her up in Washington Square Park. She which was doing great, a lot, which is great. So yeah. I know, I mean, I got the thing on well- the phone. You could follow her too, but I'm both of them, but yeah. They, um, and
0: that's that's so special because I think, you know, you and I both grew up yeah. in Hamden and we don't have that in Hamden anymore. You know, you yeah. can't, we did a lot more back in the day, but now, yeah, you know, right. you get a car at 16, you're driving everywhere. And even then we that's were, um, but we don't know the same community and our neighborhoods the way we used to. That's getting harder and harder to to keep track yeah. of. I think, I think that's
1: kind of, it was kind of, it looks like it was kind of sort of a phenomena of, of suburbia. Because we were at, you know, we're growing up in Hamden in the late seventies, early eighties or seventies, eighties, and that's yeah. when it was just, or the spread of it, you know what I mean? And and uh, I just think the world changes fast. Technology makes it change fast. Yeah. How you how you deal changes, you know what I mean? Right. How you deal even with people, and so, I mean, I I would imagine that um, uh, the kids in school have the same problem with cyberbullying more than. Mm. in-face bullying <laughs> you know well, you don't have to worry 100%. about someone. you know what i mean you probably have to along with having someone waiting for you in a park a lot type of thing
0: yeah um, <laughs> which you had a lot
1: of but but <laughs> I, did, I did right i but, was trying, trying to but think you, but you I, only you had know, that right right? Now, i don't know how to keep my mouth shut if i have an opinion i'll say it, it gets me in so much trouble and makes life interesting at the same time. But
0: you're so right, so right that artists have, have another layer. They have in person, but they do yeah. have the cyber world as well. Oh, to if I had to on.
1: deal with – I would think everyone was trying to start a fight with me if I had to interpret a text. Yeah. When I interpret it, I'm like, what she say? I'll call you then? I'll call you then? What's she saying? She's yeah. making a fight with me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, my God. No truth, no. No, it's no true.
1: But it's no funny thing I was thinking about too when I was like, going to talk to you is um, – the smart things I've done in life, and you're you're one of the first groups that I kind of I would always have like I was always friends with like um, smart smart girls. So I'm always friends. Uh, I surround myself with smart girls in this whole yeah. thing, this whole thing. You were part of that group, you Mary, you know, Mary Ellen. That whole like ninth, I moved to ninth grade, and you guys were my mm-hmm. best friends. And then I had some other guy friends. In fact, that's funny. That you know, all those guys I knew in high school started a vibrant line, and I got on that. Ah, yeah. it's crazy and I haven't seen like those guys in like 30 years and they're the same you know they're just totally which the same
0: which
1: is very in different ways of how, you, how you look at it but that's why I like them anyways and yeah so yeah that that's it and so even my life right now it's it's Liz, Ella and Tess and yeah. then my friend Noelle is the only other person she helps me run this place is someone smart that I know um uh, And it's usually always smart women. That's why it's so great that we have, like, a woman VP, right? I know. I mean, this is, you know, I mean.
0: So I think what you're saying is, like, the key to your success is women.
1: No doubt. I love that. No doubt. keeps me, I swear to God, like, you know, without, you know, and then, you know, Liz is my, uh, she helps me make good choices in life. And, I, you know, we work together really well. We've changed together really well. So, you know, I've always been, like. I don't know where I'd be, you know. Sometimes, because I'm, I just, I make some not weird decisions, but, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. was when I came to, um, you know, years a couple years back when you guys, I, uh, Alicia had us over for dinner. Yeah. Uh, one of those, one of those nights over at her house. That was so. They've all been so fun. Um, I think it was Russ who pulled me aside and he said, and it's been sticks in my head all the time. And we were just talking about life and like what I'm doing and what he's doing. And he turned to me and he goes. And he said, aren't you just scared? Aren't you just always just scared? And I didn't, I think that's kind of what, that's how I took it. I don't know exactly what he said. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but you don't take the time to think about it. But, well, yeah, I am. But now that he asked me a question, I think about it all the time. And yeah, he probably didn't I mean, even ask that question. I wonder, maybe i just changed it in my head over over the last few years about where it, it affected me. I don't even know how I answered it at that time. I probably answered like, no, I'm not scared. but. Turns out you are. You know what yeah. I mean?
0: Yeah, sometimes you don't know how the story is unfolding when you're in it, you know? Right,
1: you're right. That's you're just crazy. used to
0: reading a whole script as an actor. And, yeah. you know, as humans, we don't get that whole script.
1: You don't know what's around the corner. Yeah. You, know, you so just know you, the moment yeah. the moment before. And that's, that's it.
0: Can you tell us some of your, because you mentioned the word ritual, and I love that you put that in. Um, some of the things, your rituals or your practices that you have that, you know, kind of keep you grounded as Craig?
1: God. I mean, I don't know. I, like, uh, there's certain things I like. I mean, I like to watch soccer. So mm-hmm. I follow Liverpool, and that's my, that's kind of the thing I've been doing for, you know, since I was a kid. But then once technology changed right now, I can watch Liverpool games for the last like 10 years or so. So this has been, that's been fun. And, um, yeah, I mean, I do that for fun and rituals are, I don't know. I mean, I kind of stick to the things that make me happy and I have fun for, I mean, I do all this work so I can have fun. And, and, and what it is, is, is the freedom of life has fun. Mm -hmm. So the way I spend that freedom is like, um, you know, my daughter Ella will be like, dad, can we play basketball? And I'm like, no matter what I'm doing, even if if it's like whatever, I'm just like, yeah, of course, absolutely. I think she, I, I brought that up to her a couple of weeks ago and I say, every time you ask me to play, don't I always say yes? She says, no, you just say, absolutely, absolutely. So that, so this, what I've, you know, lose in, I don't know, whatever it is by the choices I make and how I'm living. I gained by having that freedom so I can just do that. And my other daughter will be like, oh, Dad, can I go Want to go to bubble tea? And I'm like, absolutely. Let's go to bubble tea. Let's go.
0: You're then, such you know, a good girl dad. That phrase uh, was coined for you. You're a great girl dad.
1: Oh, yeah, totally. It's like, right? I, I don't know what would have happened if I had a boy. I don't even I- know. I could, we'd probably kill each other. <laughs> I have no idea what would have happened. Um, but my daughters are just the coolest. And they're so yeah. they're not, not the cool. I just mean they're very they're empathetic people, and they're 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 smart. And I'm happy, I'm proud of how they are. You know what I mean, mm. it's cool. They're thoughtful.
0: Yeah, they're thoughtful. That's really it.
1: That's that's really kind of like my saying these. I mean, it's like God.
0: It certainly transcends anything that you do, right? To be thoughtful yeah, in any profession, in any role that we have as as people, oh, whether yeah. we're a husband, a wife, a daughter, a cousin, a, right? Yeah. A friend. Um, yeah.
1: It's hard to do it all the time. I mean, life This the other thing is like, I've really realized, and I think your daughter did it to you. I can't remember what it was. I was trying, I was thinking about it earlier when you we were talking to her, but she was just, <laughs> she was just made. She was real quick. And she was like, it was, it was like listening to two people talk to them. It was like listening to one person talk to themselves in a way. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, because like you laughed a lot, you guys laughed similar. It was kind of cool. Um, I forget what she did to you, but she pointed out something how generationally we do something ridiculous, and just was like, <laughs> and I love that that <laughs> you created this thing that came back and just went smack, smack, smack. Yeah,
0: exactly. And you definitely get that every day with your girls. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, you
1: get so you're so proud of like, oh wow, you're just. Yeah, you me. I deserved it. I was right. <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe it's something I I'm not open minded to right now. And but you know I'd be You know that sort of thing.
0: So looking at all you've had to do this year to keep your business yeah. up and running, this thing that's so important, and you know things are easing up. We do see hope. Yeah, yeah. lots of hope. But like, what what are you gearing up for to prepare to? you know, we're still not done. It's not like, just like you said on, on Sunday, everything closed. Like it was that quick to close. I know, it's but, crazy, but we, right? Right. But we know the opening isn't going to be like, okay, tomorrow it opens. Right. So, no. so how are you preparing? Like, what are you thinking about? Like, and this is like, in terms of your energy, in terms of like your, yeah, your, you know, vision, um, what you think, like, wh- I mean, things will not be a hundred percent the same as they were a year ago. So. No,
1: no, no. Well, I think what I'm, you know, I, you know, you, you make, big plans for yourself over the next, you know, I'm, I'm right now, I have this place running. It's probably gonna, we're gonna eke it through the next couple months, maybe get by, not fall too far behind. And then they ha- I have, I built this outdoor space. That's kind of cool. Yes. It
0: and, was beautiful. Um, I saw it. It's thank beautiful. You.
1: I have even yeah. finished it a little further. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It, and I'll send you a picture and stuff. Um, so that place if I play the game right, that'll just, I can get this thing back on course. Now I have to catch up. Um, right. So if I can just get uh, – once, once April comes around, I just have to get to April. And I'll get to April. It's just it, now it's about how wounded an animal, April, by the time I get to April, we are. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be fine. I'm going to figure out a way. Um, you, we always, you always figure out something. You know what I mean? That's, that's New York. You just ad- adapt here. Or that's life. You know, you adapt. And, yeah. uh, you know, you say New York cause you're in New York and it's like, just adapt. You got You constantly have to change and you constantly have to reinvent yourself. You don't have to totally reinvent yourself, but you, you should, you know, you adapt here and there, you add little things, take things away and, uh, it'll work. It'll work because it's still what we're selling over what I sell over here is like, I have good beer. So it's, and it's constantly selling, but it's a vibe. It's a right. feel. You know, Mike D, my oldest friend from mm. uh, where we used to hang out. I remember cutting school. I remember cutting school one day, uh, going <laughs> only to one. only one, only one day. This particular day, this particular one day, the last day, um, cutting school in ninth grade, going to your house, and you would cut <laughs> oh, school. And you guys, you guys were all, uh, you guys were all out. You, and Mary Ellen, and a couple other girls. <laughs> I remember, and. Um, you guys were uh, laying out because you were going to the synchronicity concert the police oh. synchronicity oh my God. Concert.
0: how do you remember that i have no I, Well, you know
1: that was a, uh, that was quite a memory for me because remember that that train track that used to come down on the on the railroad thing i cut class i cut school and i started walking and then i was going to jump jump on the bus and i jumped i'd always older kids always said they jumped on that train and i jumped on that train i rode it down oh. toward near, near Duchess. Ah. i got off Oh my god! The thing thing was like walking. It was like (laughs) it was like the easiest thing to jump on, but it was like jumping on a train. It's the only time I ever did that.
0: Well, that's what you're saying. That's what you're saying on the air right now, but we don't know. You
1: you remember that train? I think it's the canal line right now.
0: Yeah, I do. It's that's crazy. Yeah, it was a big.
1: That was like a day for me. I was like, (gasps) and I just remember you guys (laughs) were going to the police concert that night. Synchronicity.
0: You're 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 killing me. <laughs> I don't oh remember. It's funny anything. how your mind reme- your,
1: your mind remembers certain things, right? You just remember things. I remember like sitting in in I like it's yesterday, like in the dining hall and on on, yeah. on uh, you know and just laughing.
0: We just we did laughing.
1: laugh a lot, and yeah. I think.
0: I love that I love that. That's sort of your – I'm going to say you said it was your ritual, but I'm going to go as far as to say it's like oh, your riffing. mantra. You've sculpted your life around this ability to have the freedom to have these big pockets of fun.
1: Make choices, exactly, to what? enjoy my life. And yeah, yeah, exactly. And I really love – I love going to the butcher. I love going to the pasta place and talking to those people. I love walking out my door and there's like two old ladies that I've known for 30 years. They're old, Craig. I'm like, hey, Marie, how you doing? They used to yell across to that guy. I love – you know, in the here it's what's good about the, I mean, I've been to many funerals. I've helped out a lot of people. A lot of people have helped me out. You know what I mean? I know the hat lady, I know the I know we all know each other and when they come to that's what's actually no yeah, that's what I should emphasize is this whole thing has really brought about a community in this neighborhood that's really strong. Always has been strong. And everyone kinda helped you know, it's a it's a cool it's a cool place. It's a cool cool thing. Would- you know what I mean?
0: Which is so un- unusual, right? And I yeah. think, I think you know, when I have these conversations with people and we talk specifically about self care and what do you do, we have to take like this hour, this time, we have to specifically kind of plan oh, it. But for you, oh, it that seems you like I used to that. do yoga.
1: I did yoga for a little while, so I have basic thing. I used to throw my back out in yoga. But I, go ahead, finish what you were saying. I got excited. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> think
0: I feel like you live your life that way. Right, mm-hmm. that you walking down the street and like not being as technological and and doing only what you have to. Right, you don't spend hours on that. You're outdoors. You're with your neighbor. You're having the connection with people, which absolutely. is for you that those yeah. elements of ritual and self care. Like that yeah, is absolutely. how you thrive.
1: That's exactly it. And in fact, it was. It's funny you say that. It just you popped into my head when you know when when Ella was born, my oldest. Right at that time, um, you know Liz, very successful graphic designer in New York, she killed it. She came to New York and she worked for the best places and then she, she had her own business and blah, blah, blah. And just, she did well. And then when we have kids, I was like, we, we, we said, why don't we just open this business? So she just gave that up, stopped doing that. She kind of fell out of love with it mm-hmm. and, but still does it. So everything that looks good is here. And we just decided, made the choice that we were going to make a go at it that way. So we can be with the kids all the time. Ugh. I, Here's one thing I never uh, we hired a babysitter one time. We paid a babysitter yeah. one time for like two hours. The kids still talk about. Us. She was a nice girl. <laughs> uh, and she was very nice. She was someone else's babysitter. That we, but we were that. I was always I picked up. She picked up. We wow. made it. So we had the business, so we can never. I was like, why would we want to take a job? Right, this for us. For me especially because i still doing the acting. Why would we want to take a job so Liz can go work someplace for somebody else, working for American, you know, just doing some crazy – she's a designer and doing stuff she's not in love with and so we can pay someone else to be with the kid. That's really all we want to do right. with Ella and hang out with Ella. And then we have Tess and then we have Ella and Tess. And then it's right. like, it's great. <laughs> you want to leave? Besides, you <laughs> want to kill them, which is most of the time, you're like, I'm going to kill you. It's like Bart Simpson. <laughs> So I kind of have to always remember that when things aren't going, like, my way, like, audition-wise or, you know, I'm not getting a part that I, I'm like, why didn't, you know. And right. it's, that's just the way it goes. It has nothing to do with, like, you know, it, I I'm just got to be happy with the choices I made. And that was a, a out out-and-out out conversation choice Liz and I had over years. That was it. That's- so it was cool, you know. That was, that's my thing.
0: That's super, oh. I it's, it's beautiful. Like, you know, we, right. we often say, well, I have to have the career. Like this is the track I'm supposed to be mm-hmm. on. Liz, Liz is on this su- successful track yeah. and and we have kids. And so the kids don't derail that track. Like mm-hmm. we just, but, but I love that you took a step back and you looked at these these beautiful beings that you created yeah. and this was the most important thing.
1: Yeah, it was like and uh, Ferris, Liz's dad had passed away right at that time so life and death and, and heavy stuff were in our heads at different times and you're like, you're weighing on what really matters mm-hmm. and that, it's about the weight of, of what matters which also works for my acting career so these are things you yeah. think about that make you <laughs> have better choices to to do better stuff which keeps it interesting. But um, yeah, so it was yeah. like it was, it's the, the weight of that sneaks up on you, but makes you, can make you make good choices, which I'm happy. But you have to remember, then you get caught in the maelstrom of life, and you don't realize that you're happy, but you're miserable.
0: Right, <laughs> right. I mean, this is... <laughs> Right. It's because hard. this year has really tested that in all of us, you know. Yeah. It's harder to be happy in your choices when you're struggling. You know, it's easy when when our businesses are are flourishing and we don't have to work so hard and yeah. you know yeah. and then these yeah. moments of having to grind it out. I mean, you know, think yeah. about what you've done this year, not only overcoming your illness and, and which takes its toll. It's not like, oh, in three days you yeah. feel better. No, I mean.
1: That yeah, that was rough. I mean that was you know what um was crazy about that is I, why I think I had it so bad was okay this is like an old guy thing but like back in november i had gone to the dentist and that's like oh everything was great and he's like you know what there's a little looseness right there does a thing and i had like an infection so they pulled a couple teeth so they had to pull two teeth and i was like oh i lost two teeth in the back and then i was going to get like whatever it's you're like don't worry what happens at that age you have to get implants but then oh wait that age yeah Yeah, i was just like yeah exactly i'm like i also grind my teeth i guess and so i was like you grinded something out and i Popped the nerves. So they were like, okay, you get that out, put in something. So, anyways, I think my immune system was down because then I got the flu really bad in the beginning of February. A lot of people had that. And then yeah. COVID hit and um. that hit really hard. So it was just like, I, my normally I never get sick. But yeah, yeah it was physically. And it's kind of still sticks with you a couple of times. You, it, well, you hear that the COVID brain, right? You've heard people yeah. saying that. And I don't think, I don't think I, ultimately, I really don't think I do. But sometimes when I can't remember a word, which is I've never been. I'm not one to remember every word, anyways. But now I like to blame, I, around, blame it on COVID. Right? You know, maybe it's it's, always, it's,
0: it's not because like you're that age.
1: It has nothing to do with that age. It has nothing to do with anything. It's COVID, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my god, you're killing me. Uh, okay, I have one one last question because okay, you know this is what I do ask everyone because you're such a faithful podcast listener, which yeah. I am Thank so you. thankful for. Cool. Um, <laughs> Are you good at being your own best friend?
1: Um, yeah, I guess so, man. Cause I So I, w- I show up for myself, but you know what? I, I never – like auditions take a long time, right? So you get an yeah. audition, it's like two pages. That takes like four hours at least if you want to do it because you can't not do it well.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I have to – oh, you can't not show up and do something great. Every time you have, can't have to always try to do something great, which means, you know, doing the research on it and really getting into it and, and, um, cause you know what you're saying. And that's, that's takes a long time. Um, I, I always, I always give it a hundred percent. I do everything I do. Try to, I, you know, the best I possibly can. And that might be different than somebody else's hundred percent, but. Right. It's not like it's lacking. It's because it's, it's how I think it should be done. I have my own way. Of, yeah, that's it. I'm okay with uh, – I'd be lying to say if I'm okay with my own mistakes. I like to think that I don't beat myself up on too many mistakes. but uh, Okay. Yeah.
0: It's but hard. Um, that's hard, right? It's hard to – when we do something and then we second-guess ourselves or we say, oh, I should have. What yeah. if I? Yeah.
1: um takes like, it takes too- why do, you yeah. do that? Why you try to figure that out, and then then you come down that you come down a similar path, and then you know a little bit more, and then you can go further until you're like, oh, I've never dealt with this before, and then you either make a right choice or a wrong choice, and you learn, you go back, and you figure it, and you go on. You so know, on a on a daily
0: basis. You know. On a daily basis, when you're looking in the mirror and you get up and are you thinking, are you imagining like Mikey D, our good friend, your bestie, like what you would say to him when he has a big day? Like, are you good at being your cheerleader, your motivator? your like, are yeah. you good at that? Or, or, or is well, it? Well, I tell you what,
1: that's funny because it's, yeah, no, I'm not as good at, but usually the thing, Mike and I, that's our, that's really why we're, I, that's one of the things we, I always do. He sometimes gets upset and I'm like, what's the matter with you, man? You got everything. You're fine. He does a podcast too. The DMZ. It's really good. Yeah. He does this music thing. He gets on, he plays hours worth of stuff every week. He just gets up there because he has these turntables. He's into it. And I'm like, but then he's not happy with other stuff. And I'm like, listen, you're doing what you love. Just chill out. Everything's there. Can you eat tomorrow? Can you, can you, you know, you, you have money in the bank. You can, you pay your bills. You're, you're good. You, you have nice clothes. Everything's good. That's, that's, that's really all you need. and people care about you, you care about people, that's it. I can you say that to other people? In my head, I, I go cra- But that's how this machine runs, you know what I mean? I, I run on – on uh, like the, like you started off with I was a jock and stuff. I liked being a goalie because there's a crazy amount of pressure on little moments. And it Ooh. feels like I've put myself in these positions where I have crazy amounts of pressure in little moments – the bar, I was hoping wasn't going to be that sort of thing. That's a place where I just like to talk. And of course, it turns into a crazy amount of pressure in little moments. But acting is like that. You know what I mean? That moment where things go on and the lights are on and you realize you start doing, you know, wow, they're paying that dude that much out. This guy, yeah. everyone's here. And if I don't know my lines, they got to pay them still hours. And you're like, that's pressure. Boom. You can't mess yeah. things up. You make a choice. You got to show up. You got to show that, up.
0: That's intense. It is right? fun,
1: but it maybe it's either killing me or making me live longer. I can't figure <laughs> out which. <laughs> if my heart explodes tomorrow, it was killing me. We might know. We have this conversation forty more years.
0: <laughs> but that's what's so interesting about conversations like this, right? We are all wired so differently. Like that yeah. to me sounds horrible. Like that right. sounds like the worst idea. But yet it yeah, is how we thrive.
1: That sounds, that sounds awful. When I think about it. <laughs>
0: No, you clearly thrive in that. You've made it work. You've made it work.
1: Have I, have I made it work or has it? I don't know. I don't know. I guess the jury's still out. I guess so. Yeah, I made it this far. I pre, seem pretty happy. And, uh, you know, I kind of live like just what's in front of me. Kind of deal with that. Yeah. One day at a time. Just kind of go and try to be nice to people. Try you know you try to be nice to people and help out where you can and try to be empathetic it, it's hard in New York these days trying to have that empathetic uh, mindset because it can be uh, like painful walking around you know what I mean yeah there's a lot of suffering out there it it's is crazy. a crazy time it's, we're crazy. Living- it's a crazy time I just don't get it you know I just don't get it
0: I love what you're doing in your neighborhood for your people yeah, you for your family will
1: you, will you guys will yeah. you come down to that? Again, I, you came in when it was the coffee shop that was last we were here.
0: Absolutely. We talk about it. The girls and I, when we're together, we we say, we have to visit Greg. We can't wait to visit Greg.
1: Well, let's so, do that. Like after this whole, this whole thing's yeah. up, let's try to do that.
0: Something to look forward to. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It would um, be fun. It's
0: let's been cool. so refreshing for me to have this conversation with you and – laugh through the whole thing because as you know from listening I'm normally a blubberer and so yeah so this you've just filled me with such joy like I have not stopped smiling through this whole conversation you're a and cool
1: kid Tammy you've I... always been a cool kid and I've always been psyched to be uh, you're my friend it's I always know. fun got to you know you have the ability that's mm-hmm. the other thing that's nice is a lot of our friends I, I think because we have some we have friends in common we all have at least all the ones mm-hmm. I'll have the ability to pick up like we just talked to each other yesterday, mm-hmm. and it might be years and years. But anyway,s it's cool.
0: Which is a gift. We're lucky. We are thank lucky.
1: Thank you, thank you so much for this. And I hope I didn't ramble too much. But I, I was like, eh, I'll just loosen up and.
0: I. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Oh my God, you're awesome. so grateful to you my friend for spending time with me on living well while living online which is a production of the Quinnipiac University podcast studio I really enjoyed my conversation with Craig as you can tell and I'm hoping you took away a few tidbits and maybe some philosophy on on how you can live your best life I want to give a special thanks to the team Michael Bachman the producer. David DeRoche, executive producer, and Heather Popovics, who's on our social media. And thank you to Scott Holmes for the theme music. To learn more about our podcasts, please visit qu.edu slash podcasts. And you can listen to all of our podcasts on the platform or app of your choice. You also can check us out on Twitter or Instagram at qupodcasts. And always feel free to send us an email at qupodcasts at qu.edu. And so until next week, my friends, be intentional, breathe deep, and learn to be your own best friend.